Welcome to Manifestation Lizified, your weekly dose of inspiration. This podcast is rooted in the belief that a positive mindset can improve every aspect of your life, from work to relationships to your overall well-being. By changing the way you interact with the world and approaching it from a positive place, you will manifest a fulfilled life of your creation. Hello, hello. It is so awesome to be back in action. So before we get into our upcoming guest on the podcast, I have a few um, updates and a little bit of news to share that I am really excited about. For those of you who have Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc., um, and listen to Manifestation Lizified, you'll notice that we have a whole new look. We have finally given Manifestation Lizified a much-needed refresh. Um, There's a new look, a new vision, and a new mission. I have officially finally launched the website, and it is elizabethrachel.co. So Manifestation Lizified has evolved, and it is now Manifestation Lizified by Elizabeth Rachel. I really hope that you guys will check out the website. I'm really proud. I did it all by myself. Uh, and my lovely and wonderful friend, Alex Serp, she provided me with some really beautiful professional photography, just a fun photo shoot around Brooklyn. We had a blast. My friend Abby joined as well. Um, she gave me some coaching tips on how to how to smile and use angles and things of that nature. It was, it was definitely an interesting and a fun experience. Uh, so I'm really proud of it. Please check it out. Again, the website is elizabethrachel.co. But really, I want to talk a little bit about why I made this shift. I love Manifestation Lizified and the podcast, but I felt as though there was still more, right? I felt that every single time I was looking into resources uh, for career women that wanted a little bit of spirituality, um, but they didn't want to go that far into the woo, there really weren't that many options. So I launched this with the intent of really fusing spirituality and practicality for the career girl, or really anyone who identifies with that, right? And I just felt like oftentimes when you're looking for a resource for well-being, when you're looking for a lot of that, you're met with a lot of coaches who tell you that the only answer is to quit your nine to five and to travel the world, um, start a side hustle, and that's how you're going to be happy. And that's the only way to be happy. And I don't necessarily agree with that. I think that there are so many avenues and paths to take in order to be happy. And I don't think that we're just limited by that one. And so I wanted to put something out there that I really wished existed for me. And so I hope that it really resonates and it works for others. And actually, on top of that, uh, because I was so excited to launch this, I also decided to create something called Your Vision, Your Reality. It's a workbook and a guided audio. So if you enjoy listening to me on the podcast, it's very similar in that capacity. Um, But what it is, is I guide you guys through a workbook that pretty much outlines how to get clear on the vision you wish to manifest and what you're looking for. And the aspect that really resonates most with me and has helped me significantly is realizing that there's no one path. So it's exploring all those thoughts that have ever crossed your mind of, I wish I could do that, or I want to do that one day, but I haven't. It's literally looking at three distinct and potential scenarios that your life can take, 
exploring them fully and completely and seeing how to make it happen. Uh, the workbook has additional activities in there too that really help you kind of get clear. Once you realize what it is that you want, the path that resonates most with you, you've got to start figuring out how to work it into your daily life. You know, so one of the exercises is a bit of a time audit. Another is scripting your reality to life. So if you feel called, feel free to check it out. You can find it over at elizabethrachel.co. I'm really excited about it. Uh, and then last but not least, I did want to update you guys and share that I officially am on LinkedIn now. I've always been on LinkedIn in a professional setting, but never have I um, fused my personality and what I deem a part of me now into it. And I'm really excited to do so. So if you want to check out the company page, uh, it's, it's called Elizabeth Rachel. And I am posting and sharing there and I'm putting together a lot of really um, insightful articles, blog posts, and content that I think will really help uh, career women. And so, yeah, I would love it if you could just check it out. Uh, feel free to do so. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much the news. I just really wanted to share that before we dove into the interview. But I'm really excited because the next interview is going to be amazing. Uh, it's with manifestation and mindset coach Kimberly Wenya. And Kimberly Wenya is someone that I actually found at a time in my life that I really needed her. You guys remember that when I first launched the podcast, I talked about how I had a slew of just not so great experience experiences happen. My grandfather passed away. My dog passed away. My other dog passed away. My uncle passed away. And I got dumped in the middle of a hurricane. But I also did some really impactful things in my life. You know, I moved to New York City. I ran a Spartan race and it was such an empowering experience. Granted, guys, I did the easiest version. Um, but I really did change my life and she entered it with her mindset messaging at a really critical and crucial part. So the fact that I got a chance to really interview her and um, share her expertise on this podcast made me immensely excited. So I can't wait. So without further ado, let's dive on in. So I am really excited to introduce this next guest because she has been a really big part of my manifestation and mindset journey. I am a really big believer in the fact that you find exactly what you need at exactly the right time. So let me introduce Kimberly Wenya. She is a manifestation and mindset coach and in about two years has taken a simple health blog and turned it into a six-figure business. So I'm really excited to be having you. Thank you so much for joining me today, Kimberly. Thank you, Liz. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, so what I was really hoping was that you could share a little bit about yourself, your journey, and how you launched KW. Yeah, so my name is Kimberly Wenya. That's my brand. It's KW. And like Liz said, it started off as a health blog. And I was blogging about stress and blogging about what to eat and how to feel um, healthy, basically. And over time, I realized that after blog, like blog after blog after blog, I loved blogging about mindset. It just drew like the best parts of me out into the world. So I was like, okay, let's keep on going down this vein. And I started to transition into teaching about manifestation. And I was applying all these tools. I was learning about universal laws and I was starting to see some serious results in my own life, like things like manifesting money, manifesting some amazing opportunities, moving out of my home into a beautiful apartment, 
the list just goes on. But essentially, the way that this all happened was I really focused on honing my own craft. So really walking my talk. And because people could see that I was walking my talk, they were then like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll learn from her. She seems like she's really high in integrity, etc. And so I just started to create group coaching programs and a, mem- a membership site. Um, and it's just been on and on and on. So here we are today. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's been a fun journey. I think I started following you. Maybe it was uh, late 2018, early 2019. So it's been really interesting to kind of uh, see how your journey has uh, changed just over the course of, of, of months. And Amazing. Yeah. I remember that was when I finished studying um, and I went full time into the business. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think that's when I caught you. I, I remember I stumbled upon you in like a Lavender podcast interview way back when. Oh, yes. Yeah. With yeah. Eileen. That's so cool. <laughs> yes. No. And it's crazy how, you know, just little things, you stumble upon people in different ways. Um, and like Absolutely. I mentioned earlier, I, I just feel like you find the right people and the right message and what you're looking for, um, just in like ideal divine right timing, I guess you can say. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. So on this bl- uh, blog, excuse me, on this podcast, I've actually mm-hmm. have touched upon manifestation. I haven't gone super in depth. I've toyed around with the science of it. I actually spoke with um, someone who is in the field of positive psychology who really talked about how manifestation, the concept of it has the power to rewire our brains and our neural pathways. But I was hoping that you can kind of share a little bit of your insights onto a basic overview of what manifestation is, as well as its energetic principles, because I know you have a little bit of a unique approach and ideal behind it. Yes. Okay. So I love this topic because it's like my, it's my favorite thing to talk about, but basically manifestation is the creation of your physical reality based on your thoughts, your feelings, and your vibration. So to make that really simple, basically what you're thinking about is going to come about, but not just that, what you feel is also going to manifest. So what this means is that if you're feeling grumpy, if you're feeling like everything is going downhill, and you stay in that feeling, then you're going to start attracting things that create that reality for you. So if you want to be successful, abundant, you want to feel um, like everything is going in alignment with your desired reality, then you need to start feeling as if it was already happening because there are universal laws that we can align with that make this happen. Now, I like to go into the science about this because I'm a very balance kind of mindset person. So I like to look at both sides, both the woo-woo and also the science. And if we look at how everything is created in the universe, everything that's matter is made out of atoms. And if we look past atoms, we get to subatomic waves and subatomic particles. And if we look at an electron, which is a subatomic particle, Physicists and scientists have seen that they go through two different phases, a positive phase and a negative phase. Now, you don't need to know too much about that, but ultimately, what I'm trying to get at is that everything on is balanced. And even at the most tiniest level in our experience, looking at an electron, it's going to go through positive phases and negative phases. And that is the very same for human experience. So we're going to go through highs. And we're also going to go through lows. So what this means is that if you want to start creating the reality that you desire, you want to find a model to follow that really aligns with both sides. You want to find a model to follow where you can feel the good, the goodness and the positivity, but you also, um, it's okay if you feel negative as well, because that's just the nature of the human experience. So the way that I really hone into this is that 
when you want to create your dream reality, you want to get into a state of gratitude because gratitude is the key emotion where you're sending out signals to the universe through your electromagnetic field um, that you are grateful that something has already happened. And so the way that we actually enter true gratitude is you need to see both sides of a situation. So let's just see, uh, let's just say that you manifested a great opportunity, like a promotion at work. So the good of that is that you got a promotion. But the hidden negative is that you're going to have to delegate more. You've got more responsibility, but you're willing to accept that because ultimately, if you wanted to manifest that job promotion, you knew that was coming. So we need to, when, once, once you see both sides of that job promotion, you can enter a true state of gratitude. And you can start to manifest more things that you desire by pairing intentions with that feeling. So ultimately, the way that I teach manifestation is that when you're in a high state, you want to ground yourself to a state of gratitude. When you're in a low state, you also want to build yourself back up to a state of gratitude. So this is ultimately kind of the KW philosophy when it comes to manifestation. Oh, I love that. And I do. I think it's really interesting that you tie it a little bit into some of the the science and the woo-woo and kind of bring it together. And I also know, and oops, that was my cat. <laughs> um, he apparently is in agreement. Anyway. <laughs> that was so, so cute. Yeah. Um, so I know that you are also a huge proponent of journaling. And this is a deep part of your manifestation practice. And I know that you really teach about establishing a, a consistent journal routine as mm. part of this. So I wanted to ask you if you have, if you could kind of elaborate on this, share any key tips in that regard or journal prompts for shifting your mindset or bringing you back into that phase and stage of gratitude. Yes. Okay. So some, there's so many that I could give that I would want to share, but let's just keep it to maybe say three. So the first one that I think is so powerful is actually flipping your negative beliefs to something that's aligned with your vision. So if you're constantly thinking to yourself, I'm so poor, I, I'm so broke, I don't have money. What you can do is write a big list, like a mammoth list of everything that is not serving you. So anything that's, I guess, negative that you want to flip to love. Okay. Cause love is ultimately what you want to move towards. So you might write things like, I feel like no one values me. I don't feel like I adore my body. I feel like I'm the slowest in the class or whatever it is and just write it down. And then from there, what you want to do is you want to flip it to a loving belief. So instead of I'm slowest in the class, you could say something like I'm on my way to being top of the class or I am very cherished as a team member at my work or at, job, at, my, at my job. And you can start to write everything, but in a loving perspective and things like I am on my way to creating abundance for myself, like anything that's going to help you to get out of that negative thought per se. And then, so that's the first one that I really recommend because what it does is that rather than all these negative thoughts running around in your head and you losing control of where they're at and what you're thinking, when you write it down, you can only think of what you're writing down. And it just really helps you bring it to a point of concentration where you can flip that belief. The second uh, question that I love to do in my own journaling is just asking to myself, what do I wish to happen? You know, if everything could happen exactly the way I desire, what would happen? And the reason why this journal prompt is so powerful is because often when we think about our circumstances, we're thinking about 
oh, the worst case scenario is going to happen. And oh my gosh, I'm not going to get the job. Or, oh my gosh, she's not going to pay me. Or oh my gosh, I'm not going to hit my financial goal for the month. And it's because we're conditioned often from a, a young age to think these things because our parents didn't want us to get our hopes up. But what they didn't realize is if they didn't know about intentional manifestation, it goes against all of the universal laws and principles. You want to know what that best case scenario is. And by getting really clear on this, you actually start to activate the reticular activating system within your brainstem and you start to attract and, and see opportunities that align with that best case scenario. So that's a second one that's really important. But what's also important when you do this is to write it in past or present tense so that you feel as if it's already happened or that, or that it is happening. So you want to write, oh my gosh, today I hit my financial goal or whatever that is. So you're doing it in present or past tense. The third question for journaling that I think is, is really, really powerful as well is asking yourself, how could I make this happen? Because often when we get stuck in a problem, we just focus on the problem, but we don't find a solution. So by asking yourself, how can I make this happen? You're starting to think about actions, aligned, um, aligned tools, aligned opportunities for you to say yes to, to make it happen. And I've done this in the past before where I've said, how can I hit the, this month's goal? Even if I feel so far away. And I'll start to brainstorm and I'll say, hey, I could, you know, create this or I could do this or I could do a free challenge or whatever that is. And I will write down all the different ways because the thing about manifestation is you can't just decide what you want and then sit on your bed. You need to take action and you need to show the universe that you're taking that first step. And then from there, the universe is going to amplify, amplify your actions. So those are some three really key prompts that I would use. Uh, those are great. And actually something that you've said in regards to asking yourself, what do I wish to happen? And you had mentioned that a lot of people really imagine that worst case scenario. Do you yeah. find that that question tends to bring up a lot of limiting beliefs or resistance? Almost like when you go to ask yourself and you give yourself that much free reign of if it happened exactly as I want it, do you feel like that's when most people kind of have that um, resistance or a limiting belief that'll crop up where maybe it, it makes sense to do the whole flipping of the negative beliefs. I'm, I'm just kind of curious. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Which is why I actually chose like to share these two because they go hand in hand. So like, as you write down the best case scenario, when you okay so when I first started doing this like real talk I found it so hard because I was so used to thinking of all the things that go wrong I was so used to thinking they're not going to choose me to be on their project or they're not blah 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 or I'm going to fail this or whatever that is and when you first do it it feels like you're changing your brain it just feels like you're literally extracting your brain and putting a new one in but that's a sign of growth and that's a sign that you're doing the right thing. So I remember that it was, it was really weird, like trying to think of, wait, I can think of the best case scenario. And it used to feel like I had so many options, but I would just choose one. And as you're doing it, you might have little voices come up saying like, why would that happen? And that's not going to happen. So if you're doing this, this process and you feel that voice coming up, have an extra piece of paper where you write down all of those fearful thoughts and then you can apply that first tool that I shared today, which is to flip them to love. Yes, 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 yes. I think that's such a, I really like that, that one as a suggestion. I think that's a tool that I know I've implemented it countless times because I do, I find my brain going into that moment of, 
but can I really have everything that I want if, if it were to happen the way that I want it to? So yes, I agree. Mm. I think that's one of the most powerful ones. To add to what you just said there, that's so cool. I love how you said, you know, can I really have everything that I want? Because often we think like it's too good for us or it's going to be too amazing that we're going to self-sabotage ourselves. But something that is that has been a game changer in my own life is just realizing that everything is always existing in perfection. Everything is always existing in a quantum state of love, meaning there's always good, there's always bad. However, when you create your dream life, you're simply just shifting the form that things are in. I heard Dr. Martini talk about this and it's been so true in my own life because even for me, Yes, my physical reality reality looks different. Like I've got amazing things, material items I've wanted, experiences that I wanted, but it was only shifting the form of what it already was in. So for example, you might have an amazing uh, friendship with somebody, but eventually maybe you have a falling out with them and then you get a puppy and you see so many traits of what you had in that relationship with your relationship with your puppy. So I think that it's important to know as well that when you're creating your dream life, you already have everything. You already do have the abundance in some sort of form, whether it's in an abundance of words of affirmation from people or feeling, uh, you know, really, really loved or whatever that is. And you're just shifting how it's showing up in your life. So it's not like you're changing things and it's only just going to be positive. Even in your dream life, you're still going to have some negative aspects. You're still going to be challenged because the universe is wanting you to grow. Right. And honestly, every single time that you reach a stage where it's a little bit uncomfortable, that usually means that you're right on the cusp of kind of up-leveling in life and, and, and stepping into a whole new version of yourself. At least that, in my experience, that's kind of what I've seen. Yeah. And also, I, I think you made a really good point because I, I, you mentioned that it, it was just a matter of taking what already existed and shifting the form that it's in and it kind of inhabiting a new form almost. And I think that ties a lot into just feeling worthy, right? I think, And mm-hmm. I think as women, that's something that we oftentimes struggle with just in the way, you know, it just depends. I mean, I'm Cuban-American, so sometimes some of the customs are a little... Uh, different. So in the way that you grow up and and so you you do sometimes see the lens of the world a little bit differently. And I think sometimes it's a matter of just remembering your worth and your value and who you are. I also think, and I just feel like this is an important point that I think we should touch on before we wrap, is I think a lot of people might get disappointed if what they're trying, what they desire in life or what they're looking to manifest does not always come to fruition. But I'd love your take on this because I think sometimes the universe is really redirecting us to what is really for us. Does that make sense? I feel like the universe really only brings you what's of the highest good for everyone involved. Yes, I I definitely agree with this. I believe that there is like a divine order that's always occurring. So even if you don't necessarily get what you desire in that way that you thought it was going to happen, you need to understand that it just means that there's something equal to or better that's coming your way. So whether that is like, say in business, you are about to sign on a client and maybe she doesn't decide or he or she doesn't decide to work with you. What you don't realize is maybe two days later, you get an even better client, more aligned for you. Uh, You know, you're going to enjoy working with them so much more, yet you were so worked up about that initial client who probably wasn't aligned with you. So I do believe that you got to honor that there is something of the highest good and the universe 
the universe wants for you to succeed. And so it's always going to give you what's best for you. And sometimes what's best for you is for you to learn a lesson before you actually receive that manifestation so you can handle it. So you don't squander it so that you don't sabotage it and so that you can actually enjoy it in your life. 100% totally agree with you. Um, and I know that we're coming up on time. So in order to be cognizant of your time, is there any other big takeaway that you feel that we haven't touched upon that you feel the listeners should know? Ooh, okay. Um, I would have to say, I would have to say probably that when they're getting onto their manifestation journey, look for balance in your mindset. So it's not necessarily all about just being positive. Positive psychology does have a standpoint for manifestation when you're feeling down, but also grounding psychology also has a big place in this because whether when you're in a really high state too, you want to bring yourself back to love so that the universe doesn't necessarily have to humble you. So that's also a different, that's a whole other can of worms. But for those of your listeners who want to know more about this, you can definitely binge on the Kimberly when your podcast, because I talk so much more about this stuff. Um, and yeah, that's the main thing I would say. Fabulous. Um, and do you want to share your website and everything so that the listeners can know where to find you? Absolutely. So if you loved what Liz and I spoke about today, you can find me on Instagram. I'm super active over there. I'm just at Kimberly Wenya and we do daily manifestation tips and the captions are gold. And if you would like to check out my website slash blog, that's just KimberlyWenya.com. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining me. This has been great. You're welcome, babe. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you guys so very much for listening. So if you enjoyed the podcast, please feel free to leave me a review. You can also find a few more doses of inspiration over at my Instagram at manifestation All right. Have an awesome, awesome day.